much Jack. He thinks in that strong rock. Mm. There's plenty of Cuban sugar, though. Here's what happened. The general beat his friend Castro to the Cuban treasury. The strong box is now on this boat. So are a deported American gangster and his mall. And lurking in the depths is the creature from the haunted sea. Spanning the globe, through the power of the World Wide Web, it's Stacy and Steve's Cringe Fest. And now, here are your hosts, Stacy and Steve. Here we go again, Cringers. I'm Stacy. And she's Stacy. And this hey, is the Cringe Fest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> Hi, Stacy. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Great. Is it cold in Alaska? It's foggy as fuck. Did you see that picture? I saw your I sent picture. You? Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. You couldn't even see past the light from the intersection. And it's been like that all day. And the sun was out because I, I drove to my old work to see some of my coworkers. And yeah, it's been like that all day. We had a uh, we had a huge snowstorm yesterday. Uh honest okay. God, I've never seen snow that heavy and it was forty degrees outside. So nothing stuck anywhere not to the trees nothing it just snowed like hell for a good 15 minutes do you remember that that um it it was like i think a 90s song sometimes it snows in june have you ever seen it snow in june sounds like radioactive fallout to me (laughs) i have seen it snow no okay it was it was a complete fluke. It it lasted maybe ten minutes, but it uh-huh. was it was yeah. just a complete fluke. It was <laughs> instead of hail, it snowed because the hail the hail couldn't form, but the snow. Okay, came. so you just got snow. Okay. Hey, let let's pick oh, up where we left off last week. The best week. for last is the song, by the way. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're we're picking up where we left off. Did we leave yes. off someplace? Yes, we did. We we left one issue completely unresolved last week okay and are you ready i am ready i have a big surprise for you Ooh, i love surprises it's blue are you pregnant no it's a new pen cartridge <laughs> and it's supposed to fit For the right pen. pen so here we go are you ready drum roll we have docking Houston events mission. Let's see. Let's see. Yes, it works. Clicks and everything. I can now continue taking my copious notes. All right. So we've covered Alaska weather. We've covered my pen cartridge. Uh-huh. What else do we have to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> we let's see. Um, I finally got to two thousand meters in ten minutes on my rowing machine. Being uh, on in on Stacy's headphones when she's rowing is really pretty funny because she's got one of those fancy rowers with the with the uh, water weight, so yeah. it sounds like she's actually rowing. It goes slosh, slosh. It's it's actually very soothing until you start blasting Metallica or whatever else I feel like playing on the <laughs> We had something exciting happen this week. Oh, oh we did. Yes. Now I know two of the them. There's only two. Oh, okay. I love the two of them. Um I cringers just just wait. It's we got a we, we actually got uh a couple of phone calls and, and a business opportunity for us, mm-hmm. uh, at least for Howard Stale Clams and the the uh, the Jesuit Brothers of Saint. I can't remember who they are. They're the managing partners of of Howard Stale Clams. They and the uh, uh, New England Association of Garbage Haulers. They en- ended up with Howard's estate. And the Jesuits are in charge, though, which is you know that makes us happy. Okay. Anyway, uh, I, I'm going to play this first one. We've heard this one. It it uh, 
it cuts off at the three minute limit. So get ready. It's a long one. But then, uh, unfortunately, the guy called right back and, and left us a second part. So there'll be a little gap between part one and part two. So this is a listen closely. It's from the uh, Oregon Department of Transportation. They have a little bit of a problem and they think Howard's maybe can help. So we're anxious. We're anxious to see how this goes. Here we go. Hey, Howard. Well, uh, not Howard. God rest his soul. Uh, Whichever one of his successors and or assigns I'm I'm, I'm talking to. my name is Jack Braxton. I'm, I'm with the, uh, the Oregon uh, Department of Transportation. And uh, I've got a bit of a situation on my hands that I, I feel like might be mutually beneficial. We've, we, we've uh, I'm not sure if you've seen in the news, but we've had, well, so far four uh, whales uh, wash up on the coast this week. Um, I've had two more. And, uh, really? you know, I don't really know why it's happening. My Coworkers all have exotic theories about it, but uh, bottom line is, uh, you know, I, I'm the one who's been assigned to be out here in Clatsop County uh, cleaning these damn things up. The, the the first one, the feds came out and, you know, they sent out the eggheads from NIST and they said, well, you know, this, this whale died from being hit by a ship. Brilliant. And uh, uh, their plan was to drag it up the coast a few miles to let nature take its course. Well, the other three have fallen uh, metaphorically in, in into my lap. And uh metaphorically, you know, good. you can't just uh. drag four whales to the same spot uh and expect uh nature to take its course. So I I've got to come up with something to do. Um my director said to me when he sent me out here, Jack, don't embarrass us like you did in the 80s. So uh Oh, you got new so you explosives are out of the question. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I, it, it, I was driving up and down uh, 101 here and thinking, God, it smells terrible out here. <laughs> you know, the the, the <sighs> Goonies tourists are just going <laughs> to shit themselves. <laughs> I mean, it, it, just, it smells terrible. And uh, then, th- then I had the thought, you know, uh, you know, olfactory memory, right? Um, well, so I realized the smell reminded me of something. It reminded me of, uh, uh, well, when I was a little kid, I, I I grew up in a in a small village in Connecticut. It was called uh, Knob Tickler, and uh, we used to get clams uh, delivered from from Howard uh, twice a week. You know, you'd have these trucks rolling around the streets, you know, dig it if you can, man. You know, they, they blast a song from a, uh, from, from loudspeakers. It was actually a pretty significant public nuisance. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> we bought them a couple of times a week. Uh, you know, our, our mother had 300 ways to, 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 to prepare, uh, these. Cl- okay. Well, our, our uh, associate, Jack's phone call broke off there, but he did call back. Okay, before you do that, yes, I, I want to hear about the whale want, in nineteen. Okay, two things then. I want a shirt of an ice cream truck, but with a clam on top, saying "Dig it if you can, man," because that <laughs> fucking. I will buy a. He drives around New England ringing a bell. Public nuisance. Clam man, clam man. Dig it if you can. But he doesn't need the bell because everybody can smell him coming. Yeah, dig it if you can, man. I that I love that (laughs) so much. That that's from uh, some of Howard's uh, beat poetry, right? Private man, man. Unless you're a dig it if you can, man. (laughs) <laughs> do it with the spoons stan anyway yeah. the the other thing is steve's great hubby steve not you hubby yeah. steve um his if it's funny because every now and then in one podcast or another every couple of years this comes back around into the zeitgeist well i mean hey the simpsons did it right the simpsons did it so if you go cringers to YouTube and do Oregon 
whale explosion explosion <laughs> you will get this video um so a giant whale i don't remember what species it was but a yeah, whale himself they couldn't get it off the, the they, flies they couldn't get there. it off they they couldn't figure out what to do it's smelling horrible it's a public nuisance and if you've ever been to the coast of oregon they have beautiful beaches actual sand not like the rocks up here <laughs> sandy beaches and so they decide. <laughs> Here, hold my beer. They decide yeah. to stuff it full of explosives, and everybody comes out to see it. Which is this is an Italian Why show you? for those. Schools. Why wouldn't you? Somebody's gonna blow is... up a whale. You gotta go. Oh see People like so to watch the atomic tests, you know. And nobody does. Nobody in our mind thought, oh. Well, if this explodes, pieces of chunks of this whale are going to go everywhere. (laughs) So you have this rotting flesh being flung amongst the people and their cars. (laughs) And you can hear them. And And if you watch closely in the background, there's a guy in a bulldozer. That's Steve's great grandfather. <laughs> he's 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 bulldozing up clam bits. So, yeah, whale the bits. whale explosion. <laughs> explosion of whales. <laughs> just, I can't even imagine the smell. And and just, just the damage alone, and then it's just falling from the sky. <laughs> they ended up just making enough of a dent, pardon the pun. Um, to be able to, to let nature take it. <laughs> watch the video. It's a really good one. Or the Simpsons episode, because it covers the it. Simpsons. It covers it just, just as well. Yeah. As, All right. As second part. Reality. All right. Let's listen to the second. We're uh, another couple minutes where, where Jack continues his phone call. I'm, I'm loving Jack. Hey, Howard, this is Jack Braxton with the Oregon Department of Transportation calling you back. I think you, yeah, I, I got cut off earlier. I hit your, your voicemail size limit. Uh, sorry, yeah, I, I was sorry, admittedly rambling a bit. Um, so I was, I was just saying that, you know, uh, 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 there's this situation dependent memory of, of, um, uh, I guess the smell of Howard's clams and, uh, the smell of these, whales that we have all over the beaches right now and uh yeah it 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 took me back to my childhood where my uh yeah my my mother uh prepared them all kinds of ways until my little sister got hospitalized and uh uh, for dehydration and we found out why the whole family had been having diarrhea for the last three years um but uh, that, that doesn't yeah, particularly matter, things. neither here nor there. Uh, the bottom line is uh, I'm out here sitting on – I'm sorry, I dropped my phone there. I'm, I'm, I'm out here sitting on, near as I can tell, something like 84 tons of, let's call it, dry-aged meat. And uh, <laughs> there's a – you know, ever since Bumblebee moved all their stuff to Thailand, there's a cannery fully equipped and abandoned in Astoria, mm. so – um, I, I wanted to propose I've been to a story, yeah. uh, both in service of saving my job and, uh, you know, uh, uh, m- making a mutually beneficial economic uh, choice <clears throat> that uh, Howard might want to come out here and consider, uh, or Howard's, sorry, I keep talking about him like he's still here every time. Brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> um, and for some reason, I start to lose control of my bowels. <laughs> I thought that you folks might want to come out here. Uh, like I said, if you're not still legally enjoined from doing so, and uh, look into maybe starting up a West Coast operation. Um, you know, I haven't done the math, but I think we're looking at probably, you know, uh, at least a half million five ounce cans and. Um, uh, obviously not all of it's fit for human consumption, but, uh, you know, as Howard used to say, there's, there's fit for human consumption, unfit for human consumption and saleable. Uh, 
<laughs> and I think a lot of it probably falls into that last category. Anyway, uh, if you need to call me back, uh, you can reach me at the ODOT switchboard. It's 503-731-8200. And dial by name. My name's Jack Braxton. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so, so Howard has got a decision to make. Yeah, the the board of directors definitely yeah yeah needs to to take a vote on uh, whether to buy yeah. this cannery or not. Do we do we do we start up a West Coast operation? I really, mean, it would be easy be for a lot me closer to drive for down, you. You know, you or, could, or you fly could, down. Uh, I mean, or drive down. Yeah. I've got a passport. You, you could, uh, um, you know, uh, exercise fiduciary responsibility there. Um, and we are honorary board of director. On the honorary board of directors, honorary board members. How does that work? Well, Howard is in 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 honorarium. I mean, because yeah. it's his name on the business, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And we have that close relationship with 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 Howard. Unfortunately, you know, he only has the one ear, and uh, the, the you know his son Harold works for the Rhode Island Department of of health and hygiene. And as we, as we know, father and son uh, have been as, or were estranged all, all the way up to, to Howard's death. Yeah. Rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have to have something to think about there. Yeah. Should be interesting. We'll get together with the, uh, the, the the Jesuit priests that that manage the business and and uh, you know I like the Jesuits because they're they're in, into it for for uh, profit. And so. Speaking of resting our souls, Let's heavens do that. forbid, this and movie, seafood and seafood and and you did pick this movie because of the oceanotic ocean. Absolutely, absolutely. We got we we got these phone calls when you were going to play them, so I thought we got to. I got to search in Amazon and and get the very first movie that showed up about the ocean. There was a few others that showed up, but we had to pay for them, and we don't do that. And this is your pick. Um. So so um. Well, to be fair, we do pay for ones that we think cringers really want us to watch yeah we, we have some, done that so i just want to make that clear to cringers we, we will unless it's over two dollars and 99 cents and most of them are three dollars and 99 cents so. or you can rent it for 99 that, cents but that, well no that, that's renting but that that's uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah well first we try all the uh all um all the other yeah. methods to to find Com- watching commercials and stuff like that. So or, we don't or, want to dissuade download printers. torrents. I, I download torrents, uh, illegal torrents under Stacy's user ID quite often. And, and not occasional porn, but, but that's, you know, nobody will track it back to me because I use Stacy's name when I do those. And I use a VPN. So, Oh, really? Okay. You're very fancy. All right. So, but we didn't have to pay for this movie. No, we, but we well, we the, paid for this movie, but not in physical. We, we paid. We, we paid for it emotionally. Uh, yes. This movie so. is uh, Creature from the Haunted Sea, 1961. The very best thing about this movie is it's a Roger Corman movie, and we love Roger Corman. We've come. We're coming to love him even more. I got. The gotta, algorithm gotta, is starting to realize that. We're, <laughs> Getting on to Roger Corman. Before we get into the trivia, I have a quiz question for you, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so we know Roger Corman is basically responsible. If if you take if you take uh, Ron Howard's stint as Opie out of the picture and assume he never was a child star, he's basically uh-huh. re- responsible for uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola for. Oh. Uh, James, what's his name? James Cameron, mm-hmm. uh, Ron Howard, another dozen huge names. Yeah. So three out of the five. I would actually three. say that, you know how we have six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah. I would say three degrees of Roger Corman. Oh, oh three degrees of Easy. Roger Corman. You get everybody in Hollywood. Exactly. Everybody. Every, uh, yeah, everybody. And Kevin Bacon. 
including Kevin Bacon. Yeah. 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 Okay, continue. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's kind of, that's a good point. Um, three of the top, I just learned this today, three of the five top grossing movies ever, ever made were done by uh, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Of the, one of them's the, the current Avatar. One Which- of them... I saw the first one. I don't see the second one. I've saw one the them, first one, but it wasn't in the theaters. I've heard one so of much about Avatar. That the, oh, I saw it in 3D. It made me want to physically. Well, it, I was physically sick. It was it, the vertigo was incredible. And then the uh, the third one is is uh, uh, Titanic, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we just think about that. Just Roger Corman learned his trade craft. Making these the shitty hard movies, way. And yeah. Then the guy that made the Godfather and the guy that's responsible for for three of out of five of the top movies ever, and and the Princess Bride with. with so Rick when I Cameron think of Roger Corman, I think of the song "We Built This City," <laughs> but I think of it as Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. And and instead of rock and roll, cellophane. <laughs> I just think of uh, he's just an incredible, an incredible tightwad, and, and that's wonderful. He made these oh, and very, this movie is no exception. Very entertaining, yeah. <laughs> this movie. So yeah. Uh, this was 1961. Uh-huh. Uh, about the like Stacy says in her review about the time of ta- uh, Attack of the Giant Leeches that we watched a few uh-huh. weeks ago, and Bucket of Blood. Uh, there's another 30 movies in that same time period that he made. So. Oh. We- 1960 was a huge 60 and 61 were huge for him he made what well i'm I'm getting into the trivia i'm not going to go in there because we'll talk about that later you want to do the rundown so yeah i'll give the rundown i'm trying to be right now i'm sorry no 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 don't be sorry i just uh, i'm just failing to do it um so just just the, the quick synopsis of the movie this takes place in 1961 the cuban revolution's going on a group of American expats escape Cuba uh, on, a, on a, a sort of a yacht. They they did make it out just in time. The the the, the federales are coming after them, which, and you can tell them. You can tell the the, the Cuban uh, supporters of Castro because they all wear Castro's beard. Oh my God! They all have the same beard as Castro. Yeah. And they all have the the khaki uh, military clothes. Yeah, but but it's the beards. Even in the opening credits, which is just like a little cartoon, all the all the and all I the have trivia for that too. Have the beard. Okay, good. Um, we watched it because it's supposed to have a monster in it. Um, <laughs> well, it kind of does. It, it kind of does. So they they and Stacy will tell us more about the monster too because the monster is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they uh, they escape on this ship the or boat the the federales come after that's probably not the right word but I'll call them the federales. They come after them a few times. They they kind of get shipwrecked here and there, uh, but it, none of the plot really matters. The the the, the 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 Americans that escape are this kind of dashing James Bond sort of guy. There's a, of course being a James Bond more more Matt Helm than James Bond kind of guy. Yeah. He's got a beautiful woman with him. Uh, another motley assortment. Uh, it, it's a uh, weird. This is uh, not your typical uh, motley crew. Not to be confused no, with the band, no, but this is no. this is not this is not your typical. Boat crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, they escape. They end up on a beach somewhere. There's a little bit of uh, Caribbean voodoo kind of thing that goes on. Um, it is completely unmemorable. The thing I really liked about it is it's it's attempts to be kind of a a comedy. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I was saying this is the first comedy I I remember Roger Corman, and she reminded me. Of course, he did the original Little Shop of Horrors, so there was a little singing and dancing in this one too. There was a little a little 
musical in. Oh, on that's the right. She does the musical thing to distract from the other stuff. So- yeah. The other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that that's kind of it, right? I mean, that's that's pretty much. It's got like every one liner they could possibly stick in <laughs> it, but it's not exactly funny. It's funny uh, to watch as a period piece. Yeah. Here we are in the middle of the Cuban Revolution. The communists are moving in. The Bay of Pigs is either happened or getting ready to probably getting ready to happen yeah. when this movie's film and and they decide to make a comedy about the the Castro and the and the revolution in Cuba. I I thought that was just hysterical. You know, I mean, it, it's like making a a a, a, a movie uh, about Saddam Hussein, which would could be funny today, but but doing it like in 1991 or something when he was actually hiding in a hole somewhere in the desert. Yeah. You know, they, this was like in real time. <laughs> so, so according to the JFK library, the Bay of Pigs invasion, quote unquote invasion, um, was on April 17th, 1961. So yeah. this, this was this is about the same time. That's he time. was in the zeitgeist for that <laughs> specific thing. Um, it it definitely was. And, and you that, know, remember, there was like this huge nuclear standoff. I mean, we we, oh, we yeah. kind of thought the world was going to get all blown up and stuff. They taught this is when we had. I was in grade school at the time and they taught me to. You know, get under the desk and look for. That's the what I was going to ask: Is did you, you know. have to have those things? Yeah. Right. Um. So, so what's funny is you mentioned, um, the the opening, the title right? sequence. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Um. Was it was it Sergio something by any chance? The, yes. It, okay. He, Right, not right after this movie, but very close after this movie, he went to Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine, Spy versus Spy. Which is funny because both of us went, this kind of looks like a, yeah, no, yeah. it couldn't be a exactly. Mad Magazine. It totally is. It is him. Ah, that's funny. Just before he moved over to Mad Magazine. Oh, wow. Okay, that's perfect. Um, You've made my whole, my whole week now. Thank you. When, when. I love the fact that both of us have have a, a well. I mean, we're old enough, both of us, to have that crossover of Mad Magazine. Yeah, and, I'm and, old enough to know Mad Magazine when it was funny. <laughs> ouch! I thought it was funny in the '90s. I didn't even know it was still being published. I think I think it stopped being published like maybe three years ago. Yeah, I think, I, that, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Um. So I think that. Um, I think it's interesting because if you go back and you look and, and you can actually go <laughs> when you go to IMDb, right? You got it. it right you got it. Okay. If oh, you wow. scroll down you, you, to about you, you, you have overcome your dyslexia. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I won't go into tea public, okay? Um, <laughs> so, that's I on just purpose. Usually though, leave, I leave. Oh, we can say it. I usually leave the L out of tea public. And now the now his phone just automatically <laughs> corrects. Yes, it, my auto my my autocorrect does not. Does not hiccup at all. It's oh, you're talking about TP. Okay. So if you go down to the cusp of 1959 to 1961, you've got Bucket of Blood, um, Beast from Haunted Cave, Attack of the Giant Leeches. Then you have a couple, and then 1960, you have Little Shop of Horrors, and two from that. You have Creature from Haunted... You can actually have four of the well, most well-known... Well, okay, three <laughs> the creature we've features. watched. Little Shop the of Horrors. If you haven't period. seen the original Little Shop of Horrors, people, stop, drop, <laughs> and listen. Because I know the Rick Moranis is really awesome. Oh, it's cute. Isn't Steve Martin in that also? And it's beautiful, and it's extremely well done. And... Let's just face it. I watched it when I was a kid because of Aaron, 
and mom freaked the fuck out. Um, <laughs> the the characters aren't very memorable. Not gonna lie, but uh, uh, the actors aren't memorable. Or, sorry, I mean, I the don't characters. Know the characters are pretty good. Yeah. The, the actors, the um, the the guy who plays the main character is actually, if I re- read this correctly, he was the boom mic operator. <laughs> oh, the, the dashing, Robert Bean, the dashing James Bond guy. Yes, yeah. no, no, not James Bond. The Happy Jack, who's the care, the main character. He also plays the creature. By the way, because okay. this was shot in five days. All right, yes. Just so, so he hey. could get extra tra- uh, tax, a tax credit. Yeah. They, they were getting a tax credit from Puerto Rico, right? I mean, that's yeah, the, because he had just, where all the beach scenes and stuff were. Yeah, there. he had just finished Little Shop of Horrors. He went to do the Last Woman in, on Earth in Puerto Rico. And then he wanted to do a World War II film called Battle of Blood Island. And then he found out there were more tax incentives. So he's like, well, I got another, fuck it. I got another five days. <laughs> what the heck? Let's do it. I up. haven't. Wait. Okay. Here, here, here's the plan, everybody. Okay. You, 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 you. You Boom. look like you are really pretty. Okay. Boom, my guy. Listen. You're over here. Um. <laughs> And and so that he created this whole thing in <laughs> screenplay that was kind of off there. Um, screenplay is a loose term. Here. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and the funny thing is the most serious moments are when the the, the monster is coming out because he and this is most of this is come off the cuff, like seriously off the cuff. And so and I could just us, see him go. Tell okay. us about the monster. Oh my god, I love this monster so much. So so imagine he's he's in a hotel room where he just grabs everybody, going, "You, what can you buy for ten dollars? Go, you, what can you buy?" I, I don't know if this is really what happened. Yeah, okay, but that's probably it. Didn't he like? Uh, I think you told me he paid the extras like a dollar a day. Any yeah, any local extras? Yeah. Um, so, so by the even time, in, even in 1961, that's pretty low wages. <laughs> yeah. So, so at a certain point, he, he couldn't figure out how to give they were doing. It, it, it was just insane. So he decides, I, again, I can only imagine, and this is how I imagine him because it's uh, Roger Corman giving everybody a couple of bucks and seeing what they come back with. <laughs> now they're already filming the last one on earth. So someone comes to him with a wetsuit. Someone else comes to him with moss. Uh-huh. A lot of Brillo pads. A lot of Brillo pads. Two tennis, well, at least tennis balls. Tennis balls. And some ping pong balls because the tennis balls are the eyes and the ping pong balls are the pupils. And pipe cleaners so he, for the he claws. made 3D googly eyes. He made googly. And so there, of so, course, there's a lot of of moments where you can see the actor. The actor even has flippers. Yeah, yeah, right, right, like uh, scuba diver. Yeah, scuba diver flippers. Underwater breathing apparatus. Um, diver. Yeah. Um. So they do have. There, there are, oh my gosh, some of the things that this, um, you know, you have. So can we go back to, I just want you to paint the picture of what the monster actually looks like. Okay. So to me, he looked imagine, like cookie, cookie Monster in black and white. Yes. He is a moss-covered um, Cookie Monster. Moss-covered Cookie Monster with the Google. Uh, well, no, seaweed. I'm sorry. Seaweed and moss. Well, okay. Cookie Monster. Um, Water moments. Sparks Morin, which is a great name, is the spy. <laughs> and one of my favorite lines that he says is, it was dusk. I could tell because the sun was going down. <laughs> that gives you an idea of the narration for this movie, because he narrates it like a noir film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 he does. It's 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 very much like uh, 
the big sleep or, or yeah so he yeah. he's the one who actually builds the character design which i think is pretty funny because if you've only got five days to shoot the fucking thing <laughs> you have to figure out well how am i going to develop this female character and how is she going to be so negative mary bell mohan alias Mary Mohan Bell, alias Bell Mary Mohan, <laughs> alias Mary Bell. <laughs> She's the femme fatale, right? Of the of the whole thing. He she she like came into a Tommy Gun um thing and it, it just gets it just gets crazy. So it <laughs> just he he creates this narrative and it's fascinating. He, 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 I don't think he created anything. I think he shot a little over an hour's worth okay. of film and then okay. really, really I, I did say, the movie. It's fascinating <laughs> how this narrator pulls the story out of his ass because they make one mention, one teeny tiny mention about a story way back when. Uh, the, the, the Cuban sea creature myth, yeah. of, supposedly. Yeah, so so they go on to get a Cuban treasure onto the boat, and they decide to keep the treasure because they're scumbags, but they're handsome and beautiful. Yeah, but they're oh, all criminals. Except for one guy who's lost his mind because during a competition at an Elks club for <laughs> um, for animal calls, he literally breaks something in his brain so he can make all these amazing animal calls <laughs> oh no, that's right that's right the drinking yeah. game should be every time he makes an animal call you oh you know you wouldn't you wouldn't make a dinner mission on this one <laughs> i think the best game that we had was what animal is going to come out of it because you have a lion you have an elephant you have it, a it, monkey, they just, they just have a dub cow. in an actual lion yes they just uh, yeah they still yeah. and he goes back he's not doing an impersonation it's just a a real life, yeah. If I'm reading the Wikipedia correctly, which I'm probably not, but if I'm reading the Wikipedia correctly, about 30% is after they filmed it. Oh, yeah. No, the dub overs and, yeah, the, and yeah. the things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they try to steal this stuff, and in order to steal the stuff, they have to kill off the Cubans. So they take a plunger and some green ink, and they like make little suction things. Little do they know that the real monster is taking out half the other people. There really is a monster. Plus Mango. Right? But you know, how many the names times are did we see the monster? But maybe three times? Yeah, we were so upset because it shows up in the first murder scene. Because the captain's like, monster. can you guys not count? I told you to kill one. Yeah. And then we're for the for the next 25 minutes, we're like, Give me the fucking monster. First monster like, yeah. You you give a throwaway I mean, it, line. It is, the name of the movie is the creature first billing of the yeah. haunted sea. Yeah, and we, we barely see. we barely see it. Yeah. There is a little bit of underwater photography with the monster yeah. swimming around some. Yeah. So <laughs> crazy movie. It, and in my review, I say if I didn't have Steve, I would have been asleep. Um, the, there's the slapstick thing of the guys in the bunk, something happens. He sits up in the bunk, hits his head on the bunk. It's his head, of course. And and you know, he's going to, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, when a boat is sinking, it's really sinking in real life. They just tried to improv around it. Oh, really? Yes. So the one where the guy is like throwing the stuff, he's really sinking. That boat is really on. Now it's, it's shallow water. So it's not like his life's in danger. So that's why he's like casually throwing things on the, but that boat is actually That was another one of my favorite scenes. Somebody's floundering around as the boat is sinking and we're just, we're just screaming at her. Stand up. Just stand up. The water's two feet deep. <laughs> yeah, and and it really is that the, the boat was actually honestly singing, and he didn't know what to do. Oh, that's great. Because he's trying to, like, save the scene. These people are trying to act, and they're not bad. They're like high school drama students, okay? So you get the emotion, you get the feeling, you get the character, and you're done. 75 yeah. minutes. 75 minutes. I wonder about uh, Roger made a bunch of money probably with this one. Got his big tax credits. I was going to say, he probably made more money on the tax. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
for him. Yeah, just good for him. Thank you, Roger. We love you and we appreciate you. Yeah. Number one yeah. Roger Corman fan. Yeah, yeah. I Podcast. mean, between between Ed Wood and Roger Corman, we could probably do another gear worth of podcast just exploring. I love the fact that we randomly, the algorithm has caught on. I didn't know this was Roger Corman until it started. Yeah. We saw his name. Oh, Oh, and we started hooting and hollering. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, go watch this one. Stacy's review will be up on, uh, by the time you hear this, Yep, it will be up on our website, sscringefest.com. There's an, and, and Steve has been, movie. you've worked so hard on updating it. It looks I, I, great. I, really, I have updated it, but it did not, it was not hard work. I didn't break a sweat. Well, I got to it sit looks inside good. in a heated room on a soft chair. It, it looks good. Cringers. Check it out. Um, there are some new links. There are some, uh, there is new swag on our, um, That's our right. shop. Which yeah, Stacy uh, has already ordered. Uh, oh God. It's uh what is that? SSCringefest.com slash store. Or just go to the main site and click yeah. the option for store. I have low sales resistance. That that's a yeah, the button that's says, that's for take, me. Take me to see your shitty stuff. I have low sales resistance. <laughs> I, I want that ice cream truck. Or yeah, I'm gonna have to work on truck. that. I want that to work on that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, the the uh, uh, oh come on the the d- d- director I believe of the Woonsocket Milk Fund that works for W O O N Radio mm-hmm. has yet to call me back. Oh, no. I don't think he's taking us seriously. I think maybe we have a credibility problem. How do we fix that? Well, I don't know because we made everything up so far. And he's absolutely <laughs> right <laughs> that we are not credible. And so maybe probably, we can take some screenshots of our our shirts. Going, no, really, we're raising funds for your milk fund because we feel bad that we make fun out of your, <laughs> and we have decided to honestly adopt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're like the adopted parents, where the kid is saying, "That's okay, just just send me back." You know, that'd be that'd be okay. I'd Can be I spend happy. time with mom now? Yeah, right, right. And and like your shirt says, now remember, kids, mommy just pretends to love you. That's right. That's right. The kid, the, the, the kid wants to go back to the orphanage. Can I go back to the orphanage? <laughs> the big nuns only hit me a couple times a day. All right. Um, I'm sorry. My phone just, I forgot to mute my phone. Dude, oh, what wait, the hell? On. This Podcast on. 101. All right. We just, you ready for this? We just, I, we, tell me we it's just, not a sales call. No, no. Well, those are great because they're all, they all have the, the same accent. Hello? Okay. Let's, let's see. What, web, let's see what your voicemail says. Web designer. Would you like to be web designed? Uh, <laughs> boy, I, I hate to just web. play this unedited right on, but uh, it, it's a 503. Thanks. I don't know. Think- Hang on. No. Okay. All right. All right. This is this is definitely from Jack. It's at least it's from the the switchboard at the Oregon Department of Transportation. So I'm going to just play this. We haven't heard it. We'll. Uh, oh boy. Okay. We'll see where it goes. Here we go. Boy, this is like this is like live radio here. Oh, the humanity. Here we go. Hey, Howard and Howard. This is uh, Jack Braxton calling you back from the Oregon Department of Transportation. Um, listen, I, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but uh, it's been a couple of days. I haven't heard from you. And uh, they're yeah, telling me, Jack, you've got three days to fix this situation or your career is uh, going up in flames and hitting a thousand screaming spectators cars. And, you know, I, I just I don't want to don't want to be in that situation. So I, I want to correct an error that I made in my last voicemail. I said that that uh, Bumblebee cannery up in Astoria was still open. Right. Well, I went up there, and uh, I was walking down Pier 39. No handrails, by the way. It <laughs> shouldn't have had so many lunch beers at uh, Geno's, or I might have added an eighth of a ton of uh, 
additional mammal meat to uh, to the uh, invoice, but uh, I, I I found out that the the thing's a freaking museum. It, it's 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 not open anymore. Um, it, they turned it into a into a museum in something like 2003, and you know I, I don't really know because I'm I'm not from out here. I live in Vernonia. I don't really get out here very much, but they told me, Jack, you got to stay in class of accounting until this whole situation is resolved. So, so I am. Uh, anyway, um, I've still got the problem how to shift uh, some, uh, you know, my, my current counts about 145,000 pounds of uh, dry aged mammal meat. So I, I looked into cross country shipping and uh, I think, Trucking is going to be a problem. You know, it would take a couple of trucks. Uh, obviously, aviation is out of the question. But uh, it turns out that Amtrak will take uh, boxes 50 pounds at a time pretty cheap. Amtrak. So I met up with these punks at Gearheart that uh, offered to help me cut up the, uh, you know, the meat. And uh, we put it in some boxes lined with plastic the and uh, sent it your way. So... Sent. Uh, I, I'm hoping you guys are able to make use of it. Uh, bottom line is there's 3,650-pound boxes of uh, whale meat uh, <laughs> arriving at Boston South Station two days from now. They're oh, no. currently whizzing along the uh, uh, northern Transcon uh, on their way to you. So uh, if you all could send someone there, uh, I told them you can release the whale meat to anybody who says it with Howard's Day old clams or... Or, uh, you know, just anyone who, who says, uh, heavens, they're inexpensive. So, uh, uh, you know, please do pick it up and, uh, we'll, uh, well, we'll go from there. Uh, thanks. Uh, this has been Jack. Uh, if you, if you need me, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love Jack. So, so here's the problem. We got, we got 36,000. 50 pound boxes of whale blubber coming into Boston South Aged dried aged dried mammal in about two days. We gotta Here, we gotta come up with a plan. Here's the question though. I mean, how many cities is this going through? I mean, we could probably track the status of this train well just by the smell. I mean, no, yeah, it's true, but you can just get on Amtrak.com and, and it'll show you like this train was delayed. Six days here. That trade was delayed because it's always delayed. But it's 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 on Amtrak. It's on a passenger train. Oh, people dear. are gonna. And then it's gonna it. come into South Station in Bo- in Boston, which is close up to Boonsocket. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Stacey. it's not like an Amtrak just goes straight to an island. <laughs> <laughs> but Rhode Island's not an island. <laughs> I that that's. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the mysteries of the name Rhode Island. Uh, we're gonna 000, have to. We're gonna have to get a hold of them. Thirty thirty six thousand fifty pound. Hmm. You know what we could do? We could. Uh, we could maybe. Maybe we could enlist the aid of the homeless, and and just 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 deliver them in the middle of the night to to 36,000 lucky residents of South Boston. So so like just leave it on so, the doorstep. So so what you're what you're saying is we're I think going we make it a big charitable nightmare event. before Christmas this shit and and just instead of giving them presents giving them creepy shit. It's it's aged mammal derivative. It's a you can light a lamp with it. You can you can call every single cat in the fucking county. You can certainly feed your with fifty pounds. You could feed all the cats for a long time. I think that's what we do. I think we turn this into a a a big undercover charity event. We we're going to have to enlist some people. So if you're in the Boston area, let us know. And and, and if you're in the Boston area, and you got like a pickup truck. Oh, that'd be even better. And you can uh, go down to the old whales. <laughs> you can go down to the Amtrak station 
load up some of those boxes and distribute it there in the uh, south side of Boston. What do they call it? Southie. Southie. Just, just, just litter, so to speak, the neighborhood with with uh, these gifts. People will be amazed. Kids will wake up in the morning. They'll go out to go get on the school bus. They'll say, Mom, what's that smell? Or especially boys. Boys who always talk about farts. Let's just face it. that, That is going to be a teacher's bad day. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. Smith, look what I brought for show and tell. It's 50 pounds of whale blubber. Take it to the cafeteria, ladies, Tommy. I think we have a big opportunity here we'll get in touch with the with, with the brothers at the, the the jesuit brothers and i i think we can turn this into into a, a a lovely sharing gifting opportunity that'll do nothing but but uh let people know that howardsdale clams we're here for you if we had a picture Until the of, next of, time, of Steve's great grandfather on a on a bulldozer, that'd be that'd be great too. It, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Until the next time, cringers, click on that movie. Listen to the algorithm. Because it'll probably take you to watch a Corman movie eventually. <laughs> Obey the algorithm. Maybe we should make that a shirt. Obey the algorithm. Might <laughs> might I mean until we started this. And my algorithm choices come up about about the same as yours now, but but before this started, and I swear to baby Jesus in the manger, I have no idea how this happened, but every movie Amazon recommended for me was lesbian, softcore lesbian porn. I mean, every movie. I watched a lot of them. They were horrible. None of them were good. (laughs) I mean, tens of thousands, lots of them, yeah. Okay, does blubber float? I think it does. I'm thinking we could uh, we could make up some personal flotation devices for the children at the at the orphanage there, the Saint Ignatius. All right, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm brainstorming on the air. I shouldn't do that. I'll brainstorm on my own time. Good night, Good night everybody. We love you. Stacy loves you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Howard's the old clam. Heavens, they're inexpensive. I don't know how to stop recording now. I don't have my same buttons. That's because you're sharing your screen. Stop sharing your screen. Oh, here we go. Stop recording. Ah, okay. Here we go. Oh, here's another one. Oh, man. There's a new feature on Zoom called Recognize Hand Gestures. <laughs> <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some testing with that all right bye <laughs>